everyone, and welcome to the Chicago Techies Podcast, a podcast focused on highlighting the voices of Chicago Techies and their experiences. I'm your host, Ceci Fisher Benitez, and I'm really excited to have you here. On today's episode, I am joined by Noemi Romero, a customer quality engineer at Four Degrees. Before we start the episode, I just want to, you know, say my piece uh, to what's going on out there um, because it's definitely a really tough situation. You know, like it's, I, I don't condone uh, the violence and the rioting and the looting, but <laughs> there, everybody has a breaking point, you know? And I think, um, I think we've reached that. I think all of the oppression and the racism and all the things that, uh, that, that people of color, especially black people, have endured over the last years is just awful. And I think we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to them to be um, an, a support and an ally. And I think that um, I, acknowledging that is super important. And I just wanted to say that, you know, for this conversation that we're, we're gonna have, I don't want this to, to, to be a silence that we're in hiding, that, that I'm not saying anything or that you're not gonna say anything because I also would love your thoughts about this. Um, but I just want to make sure that we talk about it because it's something that is serious and that um, needs to be talked about. Yeah, I think, you know, your skin color should not be a label. I, and I can feel and understand uh, the pain of everyone that's been affected. I think that it's gone long enough. Um, definitely um, understand also that the businesses, the business owners are not to blame, but I can understand that people need to be heard. Uh, you know, they need to, um, things need to change and we need to help, even if it's just by listening um, to our friends who are African-American, who are uh, Black, we need to listen. Uh, and if we have someone that can actually make a change we need to push for that change and we need to walk with them and we need to be um like you said their allies because this world is built of allies you know you everyone needs help and we can all help each other yeah uh, well i also appreciate those words i think um it's definitely important to to to, to start talking about things you know and and, and yeah, we're going to hear stories from different people. And obviously this is a tech show, you know, this is supposed to be like a, but we just cannot keep silence. It's important to, to be there and to show up for sure. Um, okay. So let's get started. Share your name, your pronouns, where you're from and any other information you want to share. So my name is Noemi Romero. I am from Michoacan, Mexico. Now I live in Chicago. I moved here when I was 11 years old. I work at, at Four Degrees. Four Degrees. Um, cool. And what do you do at Four Degrees? I am customer service engineer. Uh, so I, uh, I do a lot of QA, a lot of uh, functional testing, as well as um, interact with the customers on a daily basis mm -hmm. uh, through Intercom. Cool. Did you go to school originally for computer science or how did you know you wanted to go into tech? So, yeah, I first uh, learned about computers when I was in high school. I loved uh, school since I was little. And in high school, they had this program, summer, uh, summer program 
Um, and that's when I got to do computer programming. I really got to take the whole computer apart and just, I fell in love with uh, being able to build something from scratch and be able to program it. So ever since then, it stuck with me. Um, I later became a single mom at the age of 16. So I actually um, had to leave my school because I was so like, um, it was a shock. So I left my school and went to an old uh, teens, uh, old pregnant teens high school um, downtown. And that's where I did my sophomore year. Um, but they closed it down. So after that, I didn't feel comfortable going back to my school because at that time, there was not a lot of teens um, becoming, you know, moms. So I just felt really weird um, going back to my school. Yeah, I can imagine, uh, especially as a freshman, you know, like feeling, I mean, being having that shock and then having to go to another school and then getting used to that and then being forced to come back to a public school or something like that. That's, I imagine that can be uh, really challenging. Yeah, I don't know why they closed it. I, I feel like there should be a space for for teenagers like that because they don't make you feel ashamed. You know, uh, back then they, they made us feel comfortable. They made sure that we were taken care of. They taught us everything that we needed uh, to know when the baby arrived and everything. So they gave us a lot of resources, which I think left me with a shock when they closed um, the high school, and I just wasn't prepared to go back to a regular high school. Um, and then I was like, okay, I, I didn't finish high school. So it took me probably one year to decide that I was, I was going to get my GED, no matter what. And I asked for my parents to help. My dad actually used to babysit my daughter um, in order for me to go get my GED. So I moved to Michigan. I graduated uh, when I was, uh, well, I had my GED uh, ceremony when I was in Michigan and came back here just for that. Um, but it was a really nice moment to be able to share uh, with my daughter. She was wearing the cap and gown and everything. And it's just, you know, she's been my motivation throughout this whole thing. Um, I didn't want to be someone without um, a degree or without a certificate of some sort. I knew that education was very important to me and um, I wanted to pursue it. I just didn't have the tools. At the beginning, yeah. Um, how old were you when you got your GED? I think I was 19, 19. Um, so then fast forward and you uh, worked for someone, you worked for a bit and then you were laid off and then that's when you decided to go to a boot camp, right? Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like, a, yeah, I guess you could say a laid off. Um, they just didn't need a nanny anymore. Mm. I had been working with them for over four years. Um, so I was like, okay, I want to go back to college now that my daughter's 15. And I had at that time a five-year-old and I was like, okay, I think that my 15-year-old can take care of herself and help me out with my son. So I was like, okay, it's the time. 
So I started looking into community college and everything, and the boot camp information popped up. And when I saw it was a short term, you know, like three months, uh, I said, this is perfect for me. <laughs> but again, when I saw the prize, I was like, you know, I'm going to lose my job and I have two kids. I have no way. But I was like, I'm not going to let that stop me. So I decided to call um, General Assembly and I and I said, hey, I really like your program. I always wanted to be a software engineer, but I don't have the money to pay for your tuition. Is there any way that I can get into your program? Do you have any programs? And they said, well, yes, we do. We have an application um, for scholarship, but it takes about three months, the whole process. You know, you have to apply, you have to submit a uh, resume, and um, it's just going to take a long time because there's a lot of people applying for that scholarship. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> So alongside applying for the scholarship, I was also applying for more nanny jobs because I said, what if I don't get the scholarship? I need to be able to, you know, support my kids. So on the, on, I think it was one week before getting on the scholarship, I was offered a job as a nanny. <laughs> I was offered a job as a nanny and I was like, if I take the job, I'm not going to feel okay if I quit a week after. So I said, no, I'm not going to take the job. I know I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Um, and I had the interview with the director um, uh, from General Assembly, Johnny at the time, who was really, really cool and nice. Um, and then uh, a week later, I got the email you've been awarded the scholarship. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go back to, to school. You know, it was, it was really exciting. Um, but then I faced another, another issue, which was I had no computer. I didn't have any technical, you know, practice. I didn't know how to type. I, I had nothing. Oh, wow. <laughs> So my my employee, uh, my employer, uh, she said, "Don't worry about it. I will buy you your laptop. Just go go for it." She yes. helped you buy it. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, we we have a really good relationship till this day. It, she has been a great support to me. You know, she's she's always there. She's always willing to help and answer any questions. So I was able to get a laptop like that. And then uh, when I started, I was so excited. <laughs> but the minute that I walked in the, in the classroom, I was surrounded with college kids and just people that had been studying since they were born. And I was like, oh, my God, I am the slowest person in the whole class <laughs> because I didn't know how to type. I couldn't type fast. I... You know, just the language, the technology language, I didn't know. I had been in a house for 13 years being a nanny. And these kids had been in college or school their whole lives. So it was, it was scary. So 
what kept you motivated to kind of be be surrounded by all these people that already had some kind of skill and you know you kind of struggling to keep up what what kept you motivated uh that i that i really wanted it that i had been waiting for it for over 15 years to be able to have that opportunity and that i wanted to provide a better future for my daughter and my son uh i am going to be completely honest there were nights in days where I was crying and I'd be like, you know, I was the only parent in the classroom. When they went home, they had the opportunity to go and do the homework and not worry about, you know, feeding kids or getting kids uh, homework or um, getting groceries or anything like that. And I had to come home, do homework, um, make sure that the kids were ready for bed, doing their chores and everything that they needed to do. If they had to go to doctors, I had to miss days. So it was, it was uh, the fact that I wanted a better future for my kids that kept me going. And even though there were days when I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. I was like, I deserve it. I'm here with them. I deserve it as much as they do. And I think that my family deserves a better life. Yeah, that's perfect. That's awesome. Like, that's perfectly sad. You know, like you usually kids and family are our biggest like motivation to do anything. Like, And then that, that reminds you of like what your parents have sacrificed for you as well. How was your experience during the software engineering boot camp? How did you feel going through it? Uh, I felt scared. I felt out of place. I felt like I didn't belong. I was the only mom in that cohort, and I think I was the only Latina in the cohort. Um, so I felt definitely out of place, and but it took a lot of uh, reaching out to the director at General Assembly, speaking up to my teachers and saying, hey, I don't get this, and being, being willing to ask questions because at the beginning I was afraid to ask questions I felt like I was keeping everyone behind so it took um, a lot of staying late after school it was over 60 hours a week that I was putting into this um, late nights Um, so I just felt scared tired (laughs) Um, but at the same time, excited, you know, I, I was excited that I was getting closer to finishing and with every assignment, when I built my first, um, assignment, my first website, I was like, oh my God, I can actually do this. (laughs) Like I am going to be able to do this. So that kept me motivated. And then we got the chance to do team uh, projects. So experiencing that and just being able to see that people were actually willing to help you and uh, guide you it just kept me going you know the more the more that I spoke up the more comfortable I felt I I imagine that as a mom um, as a young mom you know and going through this boot camp it it presents a lot more challenges Uh, what are some of the challenges that you had to go through as a parent going through this boot camp yeah, so even before this bootcamp, um, before the bootcamp, I didn't have a work permit. Um, I'm part of the DACA program. So 
what made me come to Chicago was actually that, that I didn't have a work permit. They were deporting a lot of people and I was afraid to lose my daughter. Um, so I came here to Chicago and I took a restaurant job earning $3 an hour. Um, and it was when I was going through the boot camp, it was one more thing that I, that pushed me forward was, you know, I'm earning so little, uh, spending so much time coming home more tired. And now I'm doing this boot camp, um, that is training me, but in a different way, that is going to have more positive outcomes. So the way that I handle uh, being a mom, being a nurse, <laughs> being a handyman, and being a nanny uh, on top of, you know, going to boot camp was um, I had help from friends and People, uh, you know, friends who would take my kids to school. Um, back then, I was dating my now um, current partner. He started taking my kids to school. Uh, he would make uh, lunches for, for them. Um, and then I had to be still a nurse and a mom. So when my kids were sick, I knew that my priorities were my uh, kids. So even if that meant that I would go into the boot camp with two hours of sleep, I think the main support was my kids. Just talking to them, being honest with them and letting them know that this was my dream and this was a once in a lifetime opportunity and we had to be in it together Otherwise, it wasn't going to work. That's really powerful. I mean, I think that's another example of how um, friendships, you know, and partners and just people around us can also serve as great resources for us, especially in times of need. It's good to hear that you took advantage of, of the people around you to kind of get that extra help. What are other resources that you use to either find an internship experience or find a new job? General Assembly mainly uh, because... Um, when I finished my boot camp, I had been without working for four months already. So, which meant that I was really behind in uh, bills and everything with my kids. So, um, I started looking, but I quickly found out that people are hesitant to give a job to someone who graduates a boot camp. So, I was like, okay, I really do not have time for people to give me three, four, five interviews. <laughs> So I, I was forced in a way to go back to nannying after my boot camp. And I was like, oh my God, here we go again. <laughs> I have to be put responsibilities above my goals. So I was like, okay, that's fine. It's just, you know, my timing and my path is different than everyone else. So um, I went back to nannying. And in, in that whole time, I stayed in touch with my career coach from General Assembly. And she kept insisting, just keep going to network events, just keep, you know, doing interview mock-ups or just keep coding. And um, it was her, actually, Jessica, uh, that kept me going. Um, so in 2019, she, she uh, reached out and she said, hey, 
I have an internship for you. Would you be interested in this? And and I was like, oh my God, it's part-time. Um, you know, I can work it out with my job. Um, and I was like, yes. And it was actually an internship at Four Degrees. Uh, so I went through the whole thing, the interview and application, and I was able to get the internship. I was able to do it. Uh, so when my internship ended, um, I still stayed as a nanny, but I kept going to network events. And I went to a network event at 2112, and it was a morning um event where I met a lot of cool ladies. One of them um, was the director at 2112 and um, we got a moment to share what we could offer, what uh, we needed help with. And um, I asked everyone, hey, do you guys need a website? I need practice. Like I won't charge you. Uh, I need practice. So at that moment, um, one lady comes up to me and says, hey, don't offer your services for free. <laughs> like, you have to charge. Um, and then Amor from 2112 said, hey, uh, I need to uh, talk to you. Do you mind coming back? So she offered me an internship there at 2112. And that summer of 2019, I got to be the lead in um, a mobile app design um, for 2112. So I got the experience of being a lead with no experience. I, I totally felt like I was not good enough to be doing that yet. Um, but it was, uh, you know, one summer Chicago program that was sending interns to 2112. And it was a really good experience. So um, that's how I kept going. It was uh, those resources, I guess you can say, 2112, Four Degrees, that gave me an opportunity to do an internship. Question, what is Four Degrees and what is 2112? What are those uh, companies do? So Four Degrees is um, a relationship uh, building software platform. And 2112 is an incubator for music industry uh, related startups. Okay, cool. So you were basically a software engineering apprentice and intern for both of them. Um, yeah. That's awesome. And I, just listening to you, you know, like I'm like, this is a really inspiring story. And uh, I really love what you said about your, the timing and your path was not the same with someone else's. You know, that like you, you still didn't give up. You know, you have that resilience, like that whole resiliency of like not giving up and saying, you know what, taking it for what it is. This is just another bump in the road. And, and, you know, and that motivation really is like always underlying within you. Um, so I really like that. Um, I'm, I want to come back to what you said, how um, companies were hesitant to hire you uh, as, an, as, a, as a software engineer one, just because you have a bootcamp background. I've seen that a lot. And I think it's, I mean, frankly unfair, but um, that they have all these hesitations because you're learning a lot. And, you know, that, that actually shows that you are willing to learn and that you're willing to put the work in to be a good software engineer. So this is really frustrating to hear that a lot of people that go through boot camps, especially minorities, have so much t like trouble trying to get that first, that first role as a software engineer. How did you manage that frustration? that you received from companies when you were applying and they knew that you were coming from a boot camp uh, in not a traditional way. How did you manage that? 
and what are some of the steps you have taken to kind of uh, not not let that put you down? Yeah, so um, it's definitely tough. I uh, It frustrated me a lot and it made me really sad, the fact that I would show up uh, to my interviews one, two, three times, you know, and they wouldn't appreciate the fact that you said three days out of, uh, you know, your week or as many times as it took to interview with them. Um, and not only that, it's, it's, I don't think they understand the message be, behind people who do boot camps. Like you said, if, if somebody shows up to your company applying from a boot camp, it means this person just dedicated 60, 80 hours a week for three months straight. What makes you think that they're not going to dedicate themselves to learn about your company and to learn the role that you have for them? You know, I wish companies understood that people who go to boot camps are dedicated people, are people who need a second chance and people who deserve a second chance. Because if we're going to boot camps, it means that we haven't had the chance to do it the right way per se, you know, the right official way, as everybody calls it. Uh, but it was definitely frustrating feeling uh, less competent than uh, the people with a four-year degree, which I, I, again, if I had the opportunity, I would have done so as well. I would have gone for the four-year degree. But I feel like a lot of us um, are being put in the shadows because we don't get that chance. And it's not necessarily that we don't appreciate education. It's just we don't have the same opportunities. I think uh, I managed it by um, accepting that I was missing the education that someone else had, but uh, at the same time, realizing that I had something to offer, you know, and that's what kept me going, that this is something that I want to do and I know that I'm capable of doing mm -hmm. if somebody just gives me a chance. And I think that's what kept me going to, to find finally uh, my internship with four degrees and then later on with 2112. Yeah. So um, I like that, I like that, you know, you accepted the fact that you didn't have the same background as someone else, but you still recognize that you put all the work. And um, so now, like, I, I want you to kind of reflect on your whole story and what we kind of talked about in the last few you know, minutes. Um, looking back, uh, maybe just before you started the boot camp, what advice do you think you would give yourself now? looking back? I feel like um, if I could give or if I could give myself um, a tip would be to just strain yourself for a little bit longer. I feel like I would have been able to get a position um, during that summer when I graduated if I just persisted. Um, and I think I would have liked to know that I could reach out to my friends and families for support in raising my kids. You know, I feel like being more vulnerable back then would have helped me to reach my goals sooner. It's also, you know, getting comfortable going to network events because at General Assembly, that's one of the things that they teach you from day one is you're going to have to network your way up to a position. 
So um, it's being tired, being exhausted and still putting on a happy face and going out there to try and meet people and, uh, you know, talk to them about what you're doing. It's, it's, if you're really um, sure that you want to do something in tech, you have to be willing to put in the hard work because it definitely does not come in handy or it does, it's not given to you for free. You have to be willing to sweat, um, to spend nights, weekends, and just your energy, to give all your energy, because that's the only way that you're going to get out of it, uh, something positive, which is something that they taught us at uh, the boot campus. You're going to get out what you put in. If you are dedicated, you get a positive outcome. Yeah, and like I, I definitely like resonate with that because when I transfer, when I decided to transition to tech from education, I, I spent five years at a high school in the south side of Chicago. Um, but then I decided to just do something new, and I was I was also actually laid off from that role when I decided to come into tech, and um, I was applying to all these customer service roles, and I ended up getting a role at Groupon as a customer service you know representative, but it was awful. <laughs> like I, I, I mean, I, I have so much respect for customer service folks because it's really hard, but um, I had to also put in like a lot of my time after to like network and get in, and get to know people, learn, like learn new things. I went to so many meetups, like almost every meetup you can think of in Chicago to take intro to everything. So I literally took like intro to HTML, CSS, Python, Ruby, all the things, all the languages, uh, product management to learn about it, like data analytics 101 or whatever, just so that I could learn everything there was to learn about tech. Um, and that was really like, I mean, at the end of the day, it pays off, you know, like you spend three to nine months learning all this stuff so that you can position yourself to be at a better place. So I definitely resonate with that. Like, I feel like your story is incredibly powerful. And I think people would really benefit from your advice. Um, so what advice would you give someone right now that is starting, just starting to maybe try to get into tech or that is looking to maybe do a bootcamp, maybe not, but just what advice would you give them to keep going? I think um, I would tell them to believe that it is possible because it is definitely possible. If you're even thinking of I want to try, try it. It's not going to hurt anybody. It's not going to, um, you know, take anything away from you. Just try it. Be open to um, not only asking for help, but be willing to help. Because you never know who can actually benefit from you as well, you know. And I feel like when you walk into networking events, don't, don't think of it as who's going to help me. Think of it as who can I meet that I can learn from? You know, it's, that's how I liked to think every time I went into a networking event or every time I reached out to someone was, I want to know you, I want to hear from you, and I want to learn from you. You know, I don't want to take a job at your company I want to learn what you did that worked for you so that I can put it into work. So 
if you're thinking of going into tech, just take the first step, you know, because after the first step comes the second and then you're going to see yourself in a position in tech. So just believe in yourself, believe in your friends and believe in the people around there, uh, around you, because there are many, many people that are kind, that are helpful and that are just waiting for somebody to reach out to them. Um, but above all, be honest, because that's what people value the most is people who are honest about what they need and about what they can bring to the table. Um, and I'm like just remembering from all of you, you know, from your, what you're saying, thinking about how we met. Um, you came up to me uh, at Google uh, for one of the Latinas in Tech events, um, and you just kind of shared your story. And then you said, I want to hear more about parents that are going through these, um, through boot camps and are having, um, you know, a tough time. Like, I want to learn from that. And like, and I, I took that to heart and I took it with me and I emailed you immediately, like a few days later, because I was like, no, yes. Like, yes, I, I never thought about it because I'm not a parent. You know, I didn't go through that. I didn't have the same struggles as a, that someone that is a parent. Um, so I definitely like that re really resonated with me and I took it with me and, um, and your story, like was always in the back of my mind and um and i'm really glad that we finally got to talk about this and hopefully this conversation will be a resource for someone else that may be a parent right now and like a new parent and may want to do the same thing as you so um i really appreciate you sharing this story thank you i still can't believe that i that i did that but yeah it, like walking in latinas in tech event and i was like oh my god this is so cool this is just what I needed, you know, I felt safe. I felt uh, like I was a part, like I belong finally. And that's, uh, I remember I told you one day I'm going to be up there um, because people need to hear from single moms. You know, uh, we always get um, blamed or punished for uh, being moms. Um, but I, I wanted to, make this to help other moms that yes the struggle is real it's definitely harder not to have someone next to you raising kids but my god it is not impossible to get into tech just because you are a mom mm -hmm. that's really well said um so now i mean i know this is kind of like another like general question but what are some of the goals that you have now for your future? And as you continue on this software engineering journey, um, where do you see yourself going and, and what are you interested in doing next? So I think um, I want to become like a full uh, software engineer, a full stack engineer. And I want to be able to be, um, to have my own company. You know, during this whole process, uh, one of the times that I felt like uh, giving up, um, life has brought so many weird opportunities. And one of those was uh, one time at 2112, I told Amor, um, who's the director, I, I told her, hey, I am ready to quit. This is too hard. I cannot do everything at the same time. And she said, just give me one more week and go to this event. And it was a tech talk. Techstars Startup Weekend. And I went there 
and it was a life-changing event. Um, I got to be with a team and we started planning to build a company. So I was um, the CEO of a startup for, I don't know, probably eight months. Um, and that only opened my eyes and opened my dreams. And it made me uh, have goals that I don't think I would have ever had. It was a really cool experience being in the same room as investors and just talking to them about my company and um, talking about my dream. Um, so now my goal is to have my own company. You know, it was basically because of health issues that I couldn't continue with that goal. Uh, again, I have to accept the fact that my path is different and that my health is my priority if i don't have my health you know i won't be able to support my kids so for now my goal is to become uh, a better person a more prepared engineer and a better mom um, and then later on i want to uh, start my own company that's really cool um so I want to give you the opportunity to connect with people. So I, um, how can, how can people connect with you? Do you have LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter, anything like that that you want to share? Yeah. Uh, and I have LinkedIn so they can connect with me on LinkedIn. If, um, I can serve of any, you know, if I can be of any help. Um, so on LinkedIn or on Facebook, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. So LinkedIn or, uh, Facebook are the best ways as well as if they want to shoot me an email I uh, you know as well annoy me at four degrees AI awesome and I also will put all of your information on the show notes so that people can also have access to those links through there um, but yeah thank you so much Nami, for joining me today and talking to me about your experience I know that it, sometimes it can be hard to kind of relive those hard moments, but it's definitely really humbling to hear them and, and uh, learning from you. And it's been, it's been awesome. No, thank you, Ceci. Thank you for giving me this opportunity and for listening. You know, uh, one thing that I told you was I loved how you, um, how you talked at those events and how um you were yourself, like you were happy and you would uh, make people feel comfortable and it really made a difference. And thank you for being able to respond to my emails or <laughs> my message on Messenger. You know, it's, it's made a big difference to be able to talk to someone like you who keeps pursuing their dreams because, again, um, I'm following your footsteps and everyone else's who's come before me. That's really kind of you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Chicago Techies podcast. We really enjoyed talking to Noemi about her career trajectory and the struggles along the way. We especially liked her determination to keep going even after all the curveballs that life threw in her path. This was an incredibly moving story and we hope that you enjoyed getting to know Noemi as much as we did. If you enjoyed listening, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review on iTunes. Let's continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us at, at Chicago Techies on all social media platforms. Thank you again, and we'll see you in two weeks.